and welcome to Spawned, a common sense, generally fun, and hopefully helpful discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. And I'm Liz Gumbiner. We are the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. And today we're going to be talking about the silver linings. We're going to talk about the things that we're going to keep and the things that we think we're going to get rid of after this pandemic is over. And by things we're getting rid of, I don't mean like the children. (laughs) (laughs) Ask me that in a couple months. I might change my mind. Some of the experiences. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. (laughs) And we're going to talk about that right after this. Today's episode of Spawned is brought to you by Briars Ice Cream. You probably know Briars is America's number one ice cream brand, and you may even have a big tub of their natural vanilla ice cream in your freezer right now as the weather's getting warmer. But maybe you didn't know they also have a line of treats for those of you eating healthier these days. Briars Carb Smart is a line of sweet frozen treats with just three to five grams net carbs per serving, each under 150 calories. And they- They are delicious and, yes, just in time for the unofficial start of summer, right, Liz? And not only do they come in those tubs we love for DIY Sundays or just sneaking bites right out of them if they're my kids, but they come in bars with amazing flavors like caramel swirl, chocolate-covered almond, vanilla, and peanut butter. Plus, Breyers has partnered with American Farmers, so all their CarbSmart treats are made with 100% grade A milk and cream. And here is a special offer just for Spawned listeners, which I know you will want. Visit briars.com slash Spawned, and you can download a coupon so you can try them out for yourself. You will not find that offer anywhere else, only here. Briars.com slash Spawned. The products are available at all major retailers, Target, Kroger, Amazon Pantry, you name it, so they'll be easy to get your hands on them, even if your kids eat them before you get your hands on the actual bars. (laughs) (laughs) Again, that's briars.com slash spawned for a downloadable coupon so you can give Briars Carb Smart Treats a try. So Liz, I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of time these over these last 60, 70, 75 days here. And I have to admit, I've been using some of that time to hide from my children and also <laughs> for some actual self-reflection. And we started talking about all the things you and I were talking about this, all the things that yeah. we have liked that have changed, which is an interesting conversation to have in a time like this, right? It's like all the... Yeah. But we need it. I mean, I need... Even though they're small things, I need to think about the positive things. You know, it's interesting, like in our conversation, which we thought, oh, we should just be having this conversation on Spawned. We were talking about how there's a lot of news articles these days about things that are going to change in a big way, like how people will use airports or will, you know, they change airplanes to have less squished seating or are more people going to be working remotely? things like that. So we were kind of talking about our own things that we've noticed that we will change and there's some things that we will keep and there will some things we will definitely ditch even when, quote, all this is over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whatever that means. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. But, you know, we've talked a lot about silver linings and this is not to say that we've been like super happy and seeing the positive and everything every single day. We have had hard days. Like we've had lots of crying sometimes with the kids, sometimes in front of the kids, sometimes alone (laughs) with a tub of ice cream in the bathroom. Maybe that's just me. But you know what? When we come out of that, because there are ups and downs, like I also think, oh, hey, this kind of thing is pretty nice. Or you know what? I want to keep this thing going. So what are some of the things, Kristen, that you're feeling 
that you you really liked? I have to say that I have appreciated a little more time to myself, which I know is weird to say because I've got four kids in the house and everybody's home, but we're not going everywhere. We're not driving to activities. And so there's more time for me to actually spend time on my own. And some of that has been spent outside. I'm fortunate to live in a pretty suburban area. There's hiking trails and our neighborhood is spread out so that we can walk pretty safely. I wouldn't necessarily consider myself to be an outdoorsy person, but I've been making a point to make sure I get outside every day and take a walk. That is unique to my general experience. Yeah, I think that's a good thing and not necessarily a small thing. Like we kind of get in these habits of, you know, our routines and you realize like, oh, I haven't gone for a walk or I haven't taken advantage of a nature trail near me. And it's nice that you found that. I mean, we we are a little different living in Brooklyn, but like I've also found things I can do with that time. Like I've been, I told you, I've been exercising. I'm still doing dance and finding classes and doing stretching and I've loved it. Like I feel like a different person. I've actually started to become that person who's like, oh, I didn't exercise today. I'm in such a bad mood. And I used to hate those people, Kristen. <laughs> All of you bragging about your exercise routines. But now I like I get it. Like I get the endorphins. I feel better. I want to keep that going. And it may mean making the time in different ways. But look, I like that. And I think, you know, we were talking about also the kids doing this as well, mm-hmm. that they have more downtime to discover things about themselves. I was seeing Unique Jones on Twitter talking about her son discovering iMovie. He's like seven and he made this amazing movie. And she's like, wow, I don't know if he would have had the free time to just experiment with something he likes and be creative and find this new passion he has in filmmaking. And I was thinking about that with my kids. Yeah, I know my youngest is drawing. I haven't seen her draw too much other than what's required for her at school. She's got an art gallery happening above her bed. And, you know, it drives me to the discussion about self-care, right? So we're talking about more time for ourselves. That's definitely been in the forefront of my mind because self-care for me before the pandemic looked a lot like what I think for a lot of parents may have been, which is kind of sitting zoned out, scrolling on social media, or just sitting and binge watching, which there's nothing wrong with that. But certainly, you know, the walks, I've actually been taking a stand-up comedy class, which is kind of funny during a pandemic. It's over Zoom, if you're wondering. (laughs) But I've definitely redefined this idea of what self-care is for me. And I know I am 100% on board, maybe 110% on board for keeping that way when this is all over. I'm really proud of myself and how I've carved out these times, if you will, where I am really working on myself. I like that. And, you know, for me... I don't know if it's been as introspective, but like I realized there are things that give me joy that I didn't think would give me joy. We were both talking about cooking on the phone this week. Yes. And I was like, why am I enjoying cooking so much? Like I'm pretty good at it. I like it. I like the process. I like the routine of preparing dinner. And you were like, because it doesn't feel like an obligation where we're so rushed. You know, when we used to run home from work at seven o'clock or we're working up until, you know, later hours and then suddenly you have to get something on the table. 
just feels like another obligation. Mm -hmm. But now we're kind of in this routine. Like my partner, Don, and I were even saying, you know what? We should keep doing this. Eating at 5.30 instead of like 8 or 8.30 like we do in New York. Yes. Like at 4, we kind of start the rice cooker. So it'll be ready by 5. And then we start marinating the chicken or getting things ready. Like we're actually meal planning and prepping and we're all cooking together. And it's become a really enjoyable experience. Some of you I know are like, oh my God, what is wrong with this woman? You gotta understand, New York is different. A lot of us have like two butt kitchens, you know, where you can't fit more than one butt, maybe two butts in a kitchen at a time. And takeout and delivery are pretty easy to come by. So we're not like making big four course meals every night, especially if you've got two working parents in the house. But for me, like to do it more often and more regularly, it's been really nice. And also when we eat at like 5.30 or so, especially now that it's light out late, I realized that we're done at 6.30, we're chilling, we have conversation around the table, maybe we just spontaneously start playing a game or we're doing Zoom with other relatives and stuff. It just doesn't feel like now we got to rush and hurry up and get everyone into bed. Like I've enjoyed my evenings, including the cooking and even the cleaning. So um, I I think we're going to keep that going. I would like my dishwasher to be fixed, but yes, you know, that would be helpful. That. I mean, it does help that our kids are older, and we should say that you know, like, you know, my youngest is nine, my oldest is 15, they've been cooking, so I can't imagine how it would be like just sending love to those of you with little kids who are kind of forced to be in your kitchens more than you would want. But oh, I think for sure, I think you can translate this idea of not feeling like you have to do something out of obligation. For us, it does feel like cooking, but there, I'm sure there are other things that you can find that feel enjoyable again, because it's not something you have to do. And that's the feeling I've been getting. I think you just nailed it. It's not about like cooking has become enjoyable. It's like if I bake cookies with the kids, that used to be like a once in a while thing. And I've got to be honest, while I'm doing it, I'm not totally present. I'm thinking, what else could I be doing? What else is on my list? Like, I'm not all there. Mm -hmm. And so being present in the moment and just enjoying the process of baking cookies and not worrying about, do I have to run out right now? Do I have a call to do before these are out of the oven? Who's going to clean up? It's the presence and the mindfulness and the appreciating the activity as we're doing it that has been different for me and really enjoyable. I get it now, all you self-help gurus out there who made a zillion dollars (laughs) telling us to be in the moment. I get it, man. I get it now. Yes, being in the moment. You know, I... I do tend to send people a lot of stuff usually, but I've been doing it a lot more and I will not be stopping that when this is, I I know we keep saying when this is all over, but I hope people understand what we mean by that. The new normal, the new normal, which will not be the old Right, exactly. The new normal. But, you know, whether it's online shopping or whether it's going to my favorite local stores and doing curbside pickup and then packaging it, there is a lot of time and energy that I spend in wrapping things up or putting things together or doing little surprise things and sending them to people. I just love doing that. It's a wonderful way for me to, I just feel better doing it. And I know it's like, I was thinking about why I love it so much. It's a little bit about control, right? You can almost guarantee that you're going to elicit some sort of positive reaction. And there are very few things in life that I feel like have those kinds of guarantees attached to them, right? That you have control over. And so for me, in a space and time where I feel like things are out of control, when I send something nice to someone... 
I know that maybe for a minute or maybe longer, they're going to feel good and they're going to feel happy. And I had a little part in that. I love that. And they're not big things. Like, no. I am wearing the beaded bracelet Aww. you sent me right now this minute. I haven't taken it Yay. off. Because it's like a symbol. Obviously, I think of you, but I also think of people taking care of each other. Yes. It reminds me of that. Yes. And I know when this is all over, some people are going to want to like burn their clothes or their dishes or they're going to be so sick of some <laughs> stuff. But there's some stuff that I will have really important special memories attached to because yeah. of where it came from and the thought that brought it to me. So I like that. And it's interesting that you said supporting your local shops and your small boutiques and seeing what they can do for you. I've been so much more mindful. I mean, obviously our entire site is about supporting small businesses. That's yes. kind of how we started. Right. So while we know that there's room in the world for amazing big brands, we also love the mom and pops. That's kind of where our hearts are. And so I've been super aware of, you know, if I'm going to order dinner, I call and I know the name of the person answering the phone at the restaurant as opposed to just like going to a big chain. You know, anyone can get pizza from a big chain delivered. <laughs> but in New York, we're lucky enough to have lots of pizza places that are like owned by literally husband and wife teams and moms and pops and small, you know, family businesses. Yes. And so I love being able to support them. It's also made me hyper aware of tipping more. I and agree. I am a big tipper. You like, are I a big tipper. I am the person who walks into the salon and they're all like, I'll take her. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm a big tipper too. I've been surrounded by restaurant people for very many years of my life and I have worked in the industry very briefly, but I did. So tipping is important, but now I feel like more than ever it's important. Yes. And I want to keep that up. I feel like if you can afford a $5 tip from a guy running something a half a block, you can also afford a $10 tip or whatever you're giving. That's not feasible for everybody, but when it's feasible for me, I feel like if I can spend the money on takeout, I can afford an extra $5 or whatever it takes. And, you know, I learned this a long time ago from my kid's dad worked in restaurants his whole life. And he used to say, listen, you go into the diner, the bill is $10. You could like nickel and dime it. You could give the $2 tip and be like, well, that's 20%. He goes, or you could leave the $5 tip and now you're a rock star and they will always take great care of you. Yeah. And I thought, that's a really good point. And so that's been in my mind a lot also. Like, can I spare the extra $5 if I can for somebody who's working their butt off in dangerous situation right now? And yes, absolutely. being great and being responsible and like being kind. And it's nice seeing a friendly face down in the lobby when they drop it off. Like, I'm going to tip them more. I would like to keep that going. And I hope more people will. I hope we are all a lot more aware of the people doing the tough jobs out there. The people stocking the grocery shelves, people delivering your food, people making your food, the bus boys in your favorite restaurant. Like there's so many jobs that sometimes are invisible, you know, like the invisible jobs. And I think that we've realized that they are essential workers. Absolutely. I mean, I've been using a grocery delivery and I tip very, very high as part of my gratitude to what they're doing. And also just as a way for me to give back and to say thank you to everything that people are doing right now. It's it's pretty incredible how people have been stepping yeah. up. So. And you know that I'm like the kind of person who talks to everybody. Sometimes my kids are like, how do you just talk to strangers? Because they're not comfortable with that. But like everybody in the street, I'm like, hi, how's it going? Every person who's like stocking the grocery shelves, I've always said, hi, how are you? But it's different now. Like, I feel like I'm looking people in the eyes and saying, how are you doing? And it's not just a pleasantry. It's not just being kind or being polite. Like, I think that that connection matters a lot right now. And from behind a mask, mask to mask, if I can look at the person behind the checkout counter in the grocery store and say, how are you doing? Are you taking care? Like, they're 
very grateful for the good wishes and I enjoy connecting with them on a different level than thank you, have a good day. Yeah, absolutely. I do feel like there is more meaning. I mean, you can't see their mouths. You can't see if they're smiling. The only thing you can see are eyeballs. And so we have to communicate so much through that. So giving them your attention, looking at them straight in the eyes, there's no other way to read who they are behind their mask. So we've we've got to look them in the eyes. Actually, eye. that's one thing I've changed. You know, I always have sunglasses on. I have like kind of sensitive eyes. So when I go outside, I always have sunglasses on. That's why you also see me in every photo with sunglasses on the top of my head because I just stick them up there like a headband. But lately, I realize if I have sunglasses on and a mask and I smile at someone, they just think I'm like staring at them. They can't see anything. They have no cues. So lately, I wave and go, hi. And that's why my kids are like, how do you do that? And I take my sunglasses off more because it feels like a way of saying, hi, I'm a human being in here and I'm giving you a positive emotion. (laughs) So fewer sunglasses for me. I might have to do that more often. I don't want to be like hiding behind glasses. I think people really need contacts and connection these days. Well, I think one maybe kind of silly thing that I will probably not be doing anymore when all this is the new normal is I probably won't be stopping as much for Starbucks and making those quick runs while we're out to Wawa. I mean, that Wawa is a convenience store in like the sort of New Jersey, so Maryland, Pennsylvania. Wawa. You're going to give up a little Wawa? I'm surprised. Wow. I know. I mean, I'm going to keep going. But, you know, with four kids, driving them to activities, everyone wants to stop. No one takes the time to pack anything. And I just have to say, you know, the coffee I make at home and the snacks we've got from the grocery store are pretty good. Everyone's doing pretty well with them right now, Liz. No one's complaining in my house. So You're the good snack house. I think we might be able to survive. I we know. talked about that in like one of our first episodes about wanting to be the good snack house for playdates. And now we're the good snack house just for our kids. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about some of the, I don't want to say more serious things, but things that are maybe heavier, if you will. And like one of them for me is about connecting more with my close friends. And I feel like that sounds a little silly, right? Because they're my close friends. I don't know about you, but my schedule and work and the kids' activities and life had really taken over before all this started. And I was spending a lot of my time just kind of on apps. And I would use Marco Polo, like I've mentioned before, to keep in touch with Mm -hmm. my friends. And that was great. But these days, like I'm having lunch with my best friend, who is actually a guest on the show, Tina, every day. We carve out, you know, 30 minutes every day. We have lunch over Zoom. I mean, hopefully we'll be able to have lunch in person at some point. But even so, that's been really special. Like, it's been really important to my own mental health. I think it's wonderful. And I think it's like almost the backlash to tech right now. You know, we've talked about how it used to be like, oh, no one talks on the phone anymore. You know, just leave a message. And then it was like, nobody leaves messages, just send a text. And then it was like, no one wants a text, just like leave a thumbs up on my Facebook. (laughs) Like, I feel like our connections have gotten less and less and less until like we're barely saying hi. And so actually at the beginning of this year, I kind of had a resolution to call more and connect more. Like if I see someone on Facebook, right, I'm having a bad time. I now pick up the phone and go, how are you doing. Or I leave a message, Kristen, which is something nobody does anymore, but I, I'm i old school, so I leave a message. And I say, like, hey, you don't have to call me back if you're having a rough time. I totally get it. I just want you to hear my voice and know that I'm thinking about you. I'm here if you need me. And if you want to call and vent and scream, great. And if you can't right now, that's okay, too. Mm. And I feel like it literally takes me 15 seconds to do that. And it's so much better than just like leaving a heart on a social media post. It's with positive stuff 
too. Like someone's kid graduates high school. Then I pick up the phone and call them and go, I just wanted to say congratulations. That is a big thing and you should be really proud. Mm -hmm. And it's nice. It's really nice to hear those voices. I really need it. And I think they need it. So I'm hoping that that's a thing that we kind of stick with. I love that. I know we all had such phone phobia. I know people joke that millennials in particular, right, have phone phobia, but I think it's spread. And I think people are so quick to text or they're so quick to, like you said, just kind of do a thumbs up. Or now like on Facebook, you can do the hug emoji or the care, the care emoji, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like a little, a little warmer <laughs> than the eyes, but not quite as tragic as the sad face. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's something the so special about just picking up the phone and saying hi. And and what's interesting is that it doesn't even really need to be a FaceTime call. Like it doesn't need to be video and it doesn't even need to be that long. Sometimes it's just nice. Like we used to do, right? This is how we used to communicate. We used to have to pick up the phone and be like, hey, I'm on my way. And then you'd be like, okay, see you later. And like, that was it. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a long winded conversation. You know, you brought up something that I've been thinking about since you brought it up. And it's this idea of why are we saving things? And it's so funny. I'm standing in my closet. It, right. And I have two pairs of shoes. Now, granted, there's a reason why I'm saving them right now. There's really nowhere to go. But <laughs> I am the kind of person who I will often, you know, I'll buy new things or I'll have like a special shirt or a dress and and I love it and it looks great. And I never wear it. I know that's a small example because there's so many things, right? There's good dishes in your kitchen that you could be using or like the special platters that you only bring out once a year at the holidays. And I love this idea of like, why are we saving them? Like, yes. what are we waiting for? Yes, that's been very much how I've been feeling right now. It's kind of like we're living in a world where there's only today, right? And so when there's only today, what are you going to do? Well, if there's a bottle of champagne that's been in your fridge for three years, what are you waiting for? You can always get another one if you need it. Like, drink it. Or we've been using like nice wine glasses at dinner with the kids and we've been lighting candles. It's like those little things just make me happy. And there's two different ways that I've heard it described. Gretchen Rubin in her book, The Happiness Project, called it spending out. One of her rules for yes, happiness was spend out. I remember that. Like don't that. just save everything and amass everything. And if you know it makes you happy to drink a really good wine that you've had around for years, like what are you saving it for? Just drink the wine. You'll feel really good. Or like an expensive tea that someone gave you for the holidays and you're like oh like what are you saving it for you don't have to drink the like sleepy time stuff in the bag if you have good teas like here's a good tea the other way I think about it is a line from my mom which is by the boat I remember I that I line the story here yes. before yeah mm -hmm. so they had friends who were always saying one day we're gonna buy a boat we're gonna buy a boat and their whole lives they talked about buying the boat and what they do and what it would be like and where they'd go and then sadly they died they didn't buy the boat and so my mom and her husband always look at each other when they're thinking, should we do this? Should we eat this? Should we make this purchase? They look at each other and they say, buy the boat. And then they do it. And so I think of it that way, too. Like if I'm like, hey, should I open up like champagne instead of wine tonight? Or if I'm like, hey, should we use like the really expensive fig jam that we haven't opened in the thing? I just think, buy the boat, eat the fig jam. <laughs> like, it sounds like a little thing, but there's yes. little things like wearing the nice shoes that make you happy or using like the expensive perfume. Just 
to be around the house, if that makes you feel good. I know. Like, although we talked about this, right, all this expensive face creams that we have, you know, and we're like, we'll save this. Well, when are you going to save it? Now's the time. Yes, of course, you may not be seeing a lot of people, but... I don't know how I amassed so many face masks, but I've (laughs) I've been using them all for the last two months. I'm like, why not? I'm going to do face masks three times a week. What was I waiting for? I don't know. I mean, I think it comes back to your first idea about not having time. Yes. And it comes back to the idea of being in the moment and just enjoying the, you know, time of having a face mask. And it's not even about the results. Like, oh, well, I got to get dressed up for a wedding. You know, it's just about, (laughs) like, taking care of myself and doing something that makes me feel good for 12 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I mean, it's interesting, right? It's like this idea that it's very important. And I don't know if it came, well, it certainly didn't come from your mom because she's the one who's saying buy the boat. I don't know if it's just from, you know, my mom or, you know, because she always had the special dishes that only came out, you know, at Thanksgiving and Christmas time, or if it's this idea that it's going to get ruined, like you're somehow going to ruin it, right? But part of the beauty of it, part of the joy of it is the actual using of it. And it may, like it's life, right? It may get stained. You may scuff it, (laughs) but it's the experience of it. I think that's a great point. It's not about using the expensive things. It's about doing things that give you joy and not saving them for quote special occasions. Like I think kind of any day can be more special if you just bring those little joys into it, right? Buy the boat, spend out. (laughs) drink the good champagne absolutely well this is good I'm glad we're talking about this I hope that our listeners are able to find some of the things they'd like to keep after this don't think of them as even like silver linings just think of them as the things that you want to keep Put them in your pocket and you'll save them for later and do them again. We'd love to hear what yours are. You can share them in our Facebook community, Spawned. Just look for it on Facebook or find it on the Cool Mom Picks page. You can email us, oldschoolspawned at coolmompicks.com. You can find us on the socials, including TikTok these days. Yes. And uh, let us know how you're doing. We'd really love to know. All right. Well, we will be back with our Cool Picks of the Week right after this. So, Kristen, we are very excited to welcome back our sponsor, Briar's Ice Cream, right in time for the unofficial start of summer. Hooray! It's ice cream season! Yes. We are an ice cream family, by the way. <laughs> We're like a big-time ice cream family. Yes. Like, ice cream is a big thing for us in the summer. And, you know, these days, it's not like we're going out so much for ice cream. So, <laughs> we've definitely had our freezer very well stocked. And Briar's, by the way, America's number one ice cream brand, something I didn't even know until they told us. Yeah, that's so cool. We often have a big tub of it Mm -hmm. because, you know, it lasts longer. If I get like the little containers, they're gone really fast (laughs) with my kids. (laughs) And now Briars is out with Carb Smart, a line of sweet frozen treats that are so good. Not only are they good, it's almost like the good thing is the best part. And secondary, they've got just three to five grams of net carbs per serving, each one under 150 calories. But honestly, I would eat them anyway. They're good. The fudgesicles are amazing. And you know what? You can actually go to our TikTok channel right now, and I will show you how to hide them very strategically from your children. Oh my gosh, that's the funniest. If you're looking for a way to do that. So just on the DL, don't tell your kids, but you know, I have some ways to hide these on our TikTok channel because they're so, so good. Now, they do come in those tubs, which are great if you're going to make a gigantic Sunday or you just want to 
eat it out of the tub because you're having your self care Sunday or Monday or any day that、oh, ends in day. Let's be honest. PMS. <laughs> PMS is always a good excuse for eating ice cream out of the tub and then claiming it, and then your germaphobic teen is like, "I'll never eat that now." <laughs> Works for me. But, But if the, you don't want to do it that way,、yes. you can just get the CarbSmart treats, which come in boxes that are each individually wrapped and sanitized for your protection,、yes. so that the kids can each have the caramel swirl or the chocolate covered almond or the peanut butter one or whatever they like. Yes, they're really good. No, they're tasty, and they've got three grams of fiber or more per serving.、Mm, I'm gonna have to stock up because. My kids went through. They're a health food, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to say that legally. I'm just saying, me, Liz. I'm saying that personally. Health food. It's a health food for me. <laughs> And guess what? We've got a special offer for Spawned listeners. Visit Briars.com/spawned and download a coupon so you can try them out for yourself. You're not going to find this anywhere else. This is a special coupon just for Spawned listeners. You can get these at your major retailers like. Target, Kroger, Amazon Pantry. So go to Briars. dot com slash spawned for your downloadable coupon so that you can give Briars Carb Smart treats a try today. So now it's time for Cool Picks of the Week. Cool Picks of the Week. And Liz, I'm going to tell you about a little obsession I have started in my free time.、Yeah. I don't know if you've seen these. It's the Vogue Beauty Secrets YouTube videos. Have you seen any of these?、Uh, no. Oh my gosh, they're so addicting. So it's basically different celebrities go on. They're like in their own bathrooms, which of course look like my entire. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. They look like nothing <laughs> I own. So they're in their bathrooms. They're in front of the mirror, and they're basically sharing their own makeup. Routines. So they start with no makeup on, and then they do all kinds of different looks. They do skincare, and then like a natural look, which is hilarious because most of these natural looks are like very involved. But it's still very fun to watch. Jessica Alba, Rihanna, like some really big names, and they're just being themselves, talking into the mirror, you know, doing their eyebrows, and I don't know. And it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube videos. If you go to the Vogue YouTube channel, you'll find them. They're called. Beauty secrets—they're addictive. They're so much fun to watch. I- I'm fascinated by like just how much contouring happens, and I'm like, okay, I'm, it's honestly giving myself a little bit of a break with my、wow. like six product routine because I'm like, oh, okay, well that's why I look like I still have have circles under my eyes because I'm not using four different. Covers. <laughs> well, you know along those lines, I will say I really like Drew Barrymore's Instagram because she does kind of face tips, and she's like, "Look at this zit I have," and then spends like thirty seconds on her zit. It's so honest and real, and no makeup, and I love it. It's kind of the opposite. <laughs> so anyway, that's my cool pick of the week. What about you, Liz? Well, obviously, we're both scrolling the social medias a lot these days because I also have a social media pick. So I want to give a shout out to Sarah Cooper. I've been following her on Twitter for a long time. She's a comedian. An actress, she is absolutely hilarious, and she's gone fairly viral over the last couple weeks. Oh yes, with her TikTok videos. You can follow her on TikTok since we are on TikTok now. At what you got for me, but you can also look her up, Sarah Cooper. And what she's doing is she's taking the most interesting quotes from <laughs> the Daily. Potus press conferences and lip syncing them, and they are genius. 
and hilarious. They're really funny. They're the only way I will ever watch those press conferences again is through <laughs> Sarah Cooper's feed. So that's my cold pick of the week. Go watch. You'll want to watch every single one and you'll be mad that there aren't more to watch because they're that fun. Yeah, they really <laughs> are good. Those are awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Spawned. Huge thanks to our engineer, John Bowen. And hey, if you've got a moment, please, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate the time that it takes which is, to be honest, like five seconds. <laughs> but it's okay. Everything can be a lot of Everything energy counts. these days. So we appreciate it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if you subscribe, when you download our episodes, it actually helps other listeners like you find us. And that really helps us. So please, please take a moment and do that. And hey, if you haven't already noticed, we have huge news. We're launching a new podcast <laughs> because we don't have enough to do. But this is a good one. It's called Out Tech Your Kids. It's a tech positive podcast for the age of digital parenting in 15 minutes or less each week we're going to give you fast answers to all your burning tech questions yes about social media cool yes. tech tips yes kids and phones <laughs> privacy screen time yes, probably yes, a yes. lot about screen time <laughs> you can subscribe on apple podcasts or wherever you listen it's going to be amazing it is it's going to be awesome and we are sticking with our promise it's a guarantee well we're going to try 15 minutes or less <laughs> right liz like we're doing it we're keeping them short and quick and if you've got ideas for a future show, you want to say hi, you can always find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok now. And of course, you can drop us an email, spawned at coolmompics.com. And don't forget about our Spawned podcast community on Facebook. We chat about show topics and pretty much anything else you'd like to talk about. So we hope that you will come over there and find us. Yeah, I got some excellent, excellent advice this week there, actually. Um, it's a really supportive community. I like it very much. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening to Spawned. This is Liz. And this is Chris. Kristen, have a great day. Bye.